Good morning, everyone, and welcome to SuccessCafe.tv. My name's Paul Bercy, and I'm speaking from Whitham in the UK, which is so in Essex, right. the county of Essex. So, Essex. also with me is... Hey, everyone. Uh, it's Warren here, Warren Connolly, coming to you from Santander in Hungary, the county of Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound like the Far East. <laughs> Anyway, today's headline, uh, a decisive mind is powerful. What's your first thoughts on that? Agreed. Okay, we can go. <laughs> okay. I mean, in, in, in my um, experience, okay, I just think it's the ultimate personal power. You know, it's something that you have control over. We don't have control over much these days. Mm -mm. Um, but that is definitely one of those things um, that we have the ultimate power over. So now, whether they're right decisions or not is another matter. But um, I think um, if you're making decisions, number one, you're bold. And number two, it increases your power. So you become empowered. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And more ways than one, it increases your power, especially if you're in the workforce. Yeah. Oh, become absolutely. More, become more valuable. The more decisions you make, the more value you, you have. Yeah, that's it. The more empowered you become, it, then it sends your imagination into overdrive. And, it, you know, mm -hmm. you, your thinking level become, is on a different level. Uh, it's just, it just is. Um, and the thing is, if you make, you make powerful decisions, it's, uh, there's infinite po possibilities to uh, what you can do with your life. So... Uh, and things things open up to you, mm -hmm. whereas they didn't before. Probably because you didn't see them and you weren't aware of them. But they are everything's there, in place. Yeah, it's always it's always in plain sight, isn't it? Well, we, yeah, most everything's in plain sight. Yeah, even, even lying, cheating, everything's in plain sight. It's whether whether you're tuned in to pick up quality, um, exciting opportunities. You know, and everything else that goes with it. I mean, it, it, it's all there in front of you. You know, it's like you can give you an example. You can walk down a, a street market, you know, um, and not really pay too much attention and just enjoy the ambience and um, look at the stalls and not think any, anything more of it. But I can tell you now, having a, I'm a professional when it comes to working street markets, and um, there's an undercurrent that most people don't see. And there's undercurrent of thieves, thieves yeah. drugs, everything. Okay, and, you know, um, I, I'd much prefer these days to have the ambience <laughs> and walk down as if nothing, nothing's there. <laughs> it's not your business anymore. It's not my business anymore, okay, uh, unless, it, unless it affects me, which is yes. going to be rare. So some people make fast quality decisions while others dither. Have you ever dithered before? Who hasn't dithered? I don't think. I don't think that's that should be the question is who hasn't dithered? I think even even people that have got an inherently built in decisive um, and disciplined mindset have dithered at some point. You know, I don't think anybody on, on some matter, you know, people might be completely obsessive and decisive and clear cut when it comes to business but when it comes to relationships maybe they dither about things <clears throat> vice versa you know 
when it comes to relationships, many people just make make a go for it. They just hit, they take the beeline and they go. Whereas when it comes to business, they probably second guessing themselves on a regular basis. Well, here, here's the one that I used to see people dither on most, including myself. <laughs> and that was, do you know I was going to put money on that horse to win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. So, okay, so people make quality decisions, then have to do something about it, don't they? Because that's the other thing. You can, you can make a quality decision, but unless you back it up, it's not it's not worth very much yeah true yeah so what we're talking about is then taking massive action on a good idea um and, and making it turning into persistent commitment as i call it well, well and on the flip side on the flip side of that coin and and to lend to what you're saying is as well as if you've got not the flip side of the coin but to um as a to lend to what you're saying is like in addition to that is the more decisive your decision making is, the more likely you are to to take massive action or take compelling action. I don't like the word massive action because I think it that's it's 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 diluted these days. Massive action, you know, people think massive action is working seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. No, 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 no. You know, and that's that's not what I what what I like, and that's not what I agree. What either you or I agree upon. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll call it quality action then. Yeah, yeah, decisive action or yeah, impactful action. Yeah, so if you have a decisive mind, you're going to have decisive action. If you are dithering about something, you're going to be less. You're going to be more reluctant to take decisive action because you're second guessing yourself in the first place, right? So you don't want to make a as decisive an action as you would typically do in case you fail. So you might take action, but it's going to kind of be like touch and feel. Let me see what it's like. Yeah, this is what we, you and I experience in, in business on a regular basis, right? You know, people will start up their own businesses, a brick and mortar type business, be it a restaurant, a retail store, or something like that, or they have a job. But then the moment they come to something where you know, there's a, it's it's more it's based around more of an e-commerce platform, or there's there's not as many tangibles involved, then people tend to dither a lot. And then they want to dip their toes into test the waters mm. rather than take decisive action, you know, because they don't see certain things in a certain way. And this is how we function typically as an individual. You know, we are not always, we don't see everything clearly as much as we would like to, but we also forget that we don't drive down a dark road, seeing everything at the same time. You know, we drive down a dark road, trusting ourselves, trusting our intuition. And then we take, it's, it's, we take that action on taking that path, even though we can't see everything. But this is, and this is the other thing is that it's trusting yourself. Very often, if you take decisive action, it means you're trusting your ability. You have a stronger sense of accomplishment. You have a stronger sense of, um, you know, I know I can accomplish this much easier than that other, that other possibility where I'm dithering and I'm second guessing myself. You have you have a you have a what's this? There's a psychological term for when you have that um, sense of knowing within yourself. You know, you have the, this this different stages of of um, the different stages of awareness. So you know, you know. Sometimes, sometimes you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know, you don't know. Sometimes you don't know, you know. And sometimes you don't know, you don't know. You know, and it's in the case, like this, it's much easier if you just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> 
I mean, look, decisive people, they, they appear to enjoy life much better. Um, they obviously make more money. And um, and obviously, uh, you know, they, they're the ones that get the plaudits, you know. Uh -huh. And um, that's if you want plaudits. I mean, some people do, some people don't. But uh, I definitely would want to enjoy life more and um, and make the money, you know, because money can be important, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, especially today, that money can be... Yeah, and it's it's becoming more and more unfortunately. But as as money disappears quicker and quicker, it's, unfortunately, it's becoming a little bit more necessary as well at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So you need to take decisive actions on certain things in your life. Period. Absolutely, you know. And um, so, have you have you ever been in, presented with a really great or fantastic opportunity, um, or? maybe some insurmountable obstacle that you can be confronted with and um which is really an opportunity in disguise um what did you do with it do you, has there ever been a time that you didn't do anything and should have done so there's always one example that comes back to me when, when that kind of question pops up as when I was in the military and I had an opportunity to, to go to our headquarters in Pretoria and work as a chauffeur and a black and bodyguard for a high ranking official. I was offered the opportunity to do that, which meant that I would have had specialized training and all kinds of stuff like that. And I was, I always, that was always such a romantic idea, you know, when you're in the military to be doing something like that. And then I, in the moment, I just like said, no, I'm not going to do it. Thank you very much. And then they sent me to the desert. <laughs> <laughs> they, let, they did. They sent me to the desert. Take uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, you don't want to, we're giving you, we're giving you a golden ticket. You don't yeah. want to take it. <laughs> we'll send you to the desert. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more that I've, you know, I just haven't made that quick action my thinking and have missed out on some opportunities but at the end of the day as well you know um i do believe that you can't live a life full of regret either oh no absolutely not no i, I think that um i mean my my thing is now that um if something great comes up i grow it with both hands i don't ignore it or at least put it on the back burner if you can't fit it in at the present moment maybe you can do it a little bit later you know yeah, I'm in that boat right now at the moment where with two two uh, two potential opportunities for myself and my family, um, but we're just having to put the put it on the back burner for the time being. But no sooner have I got as the, does the opportunity arise for me to take action on them, I'm going to do that. You know, yeah, and that's it's not about being indecisive about something. It's just yeah, you, know, you got to you got to work with. The predicament you find yourself in or the situation the environment you, you you're placed in and this is the thing paul is that so many people don't they don't see a good opportunity and we you know we touched on the beginning of the of the you know they just don't see a good opportunity you can literally stare them right in the face and they won't see it because they're not looking or they don't trust themselves or they have you know deficiency syndromes or symptoms of you know they don't they don't believe in their own abilities and you know things like that so they won't see these opportunities unfortunately 
yeah yeah absolutely yeah so um <clears throat> the other thing is i mean is um what people have got to be careful of also to to keep things on in the right perspective is there's one thing about doing something and starting something maybe a business and um and there's another thing grabbing everything that comes along like the old shiny object syndrome you know and so that you're overloaded so you've got you've got that as well so you've got this is where the decisive part of your mind has got to be you've got to be absolutely ruthless on some occasions and say no i can't fit that in you know because mm -hmm. uh, it, it will affect the other thing i'm doing mm -hmm. so um so you sometimes you do have to give up on on certain things um but hopefully the thing that you're involved in at the moment or something you're going to be involved in you're inspired enough to make it work mm -hmm. you know um we don't we, we don't like turning our backs on tremendous challenges and tremendous opportunities because you could um, end up regretting it. But again, there is a balancing act. Would you agree? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, of course. The way I, the way I also see this is, is that, you know, sometimes, well, the way I used to see it, let's put it that way, and I don't necessarily see it the same way anymore, but I used to see like, an opportunity a great opportunity would come and i think is this in alignment with what i want what i where i want to move towards and then i, I wouldn't be too clear on the answer on that and i was like oh, maybe i should do this maybe i shouldn't but then i think to myself is this a test is this a yeah. test to see i really want what i want <laughs> you know who is um, this person that sends out these tests <laughs> exactly but i've i've come to realize it's not that it's it's sometimes these opportunities come and it's because our brain or our mind is scattered. You know, we're focusing on different things too often. So we mm -hmm. then therefore attract certain things into our life, which don't really serve us. And they look really nice at the time. You know, it looks very promising at the time and it may be great for the moment, but it's not going to serve us in the long term. And that's because, you know, and I'm, I'm to blame. Like this is one of my faults is that I have so many interests you know, I love I love ancient history and mythology and things like that. I love sciences. I love um, um, biology and the body and how the mind works and how the body body responds to our mind and our external environment and vice versa. All these different things. So I, I've got to keep my mind focused on certain things that mm. you know are serving me towards my purpose now and what I want to achieve. And and because of that, I think very often people miss the opportunities because their mind is is either nowhere <laughs> and they walk around like a zombie eat from day to day you know they wake up zzz, they go to sleep they wake up same thing again or yeah. they're like me where the brain is like everywhere you know you look you you're observing everything you know i love nature i'm in i'm in nature almost every day or every day basically and then i'm i'm observing and i'm i'm seeing and i'm thinking and i'm exploring and all these kinds of things so i've got to keep my mind focused so that when the right opportunity arrives, you know, this is part of what a decisive mind is all about and how, how powerful it can be. It could be decisive in your thoughts. Don't think about stuff that you're lacking and think about what you want because you're thinking of the lack, you understand? Mm -hmm. But just be decisive in what it is that you, you, you think that you feel that you want. Feel, feeling what you're wanting is going to draw to you what you actually is going to help you to get to what you want. 
but this is the key as well is that you've got to be decisive on that you know, you can't be thinking this one one day and that the next day and this one minute and that next minute because it's all like pretty things and the glistening and the glamour and whatever else that comes with it the glitter and everything you'll be very decisive in, in your thinking in that way and that's when it becomes so so powerful yeah the um I've, i was just think i see you see me smiling now i was just thinking about um a decision maker and um you know you, you've seen those I don't know what they are amphibians are they little things um and when the tongue comes out when he's ready and snatches his his prey you mean like a, like a chameleon like a chameleon yeah yeah like a chameleon yeah and i was just that just made me laugh i was just thinking it's exactly okay yeah that will do <laughs> so i mean look whatever you decide to do in life um it's got to come from strong feelings it's got to come from desire and it's an inside job. It, it, it's not. You can't do it unemotionally. You know. Um, well, you can, but it's not. It's not going to be. There's not going to be any longevity in it because you've got to fall back on these emotions and feelings when things aren't going well. You know. It's. I think it all depends on the internal drive mechanism inside of you as an individual. You know. Um, yeah, and also, also, if I'm back to the feeling stuff and the internal drive, you know, you got you got so many people that do business for the for the sake of making money, and there's no emotional attachment to it at all. It's just doing business to make money. Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't work in my case anyway. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't work for most people. We don't. You know, I think, and but even those people that that are driven like that. They don't have an emotional attachment to it. So, for the for for some for some instances, it's great because you don't worry about whether you fail or not. You just that's objective. Your blood, you're like a bloodhound. You know, you're just gonna you're gonna make it make that successful. So you make the money, and yeah. that's your primary 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 focus. So there is mm -hmm. no emotional attachment to it, which is great in that instance. But very often, because there is not an emotional attachment to it you don't have the yearning or the desire to help to have that thing grow once you made once you've achieved it you want to move on to the next thing now so it's always about the destination when you like that you know it's not about the journey the journey is what brings out the emotions the idea of the journey you know it's homer's iliad or any of the the hero's journeys that we see countless pasted all over the world independence day in all these movies where it's the hero's journey it's the journey that matters the most it's not the outcome the outcome is secondary and this is this is where a decisive mind again is so powerful because you know imagine if you if you put on a path to to reach some greatness in life and every time something comes up you're like oh oh yeah. you're never going to get anywhere you're going to be stuck in that maze for the rest of eternity yeah you know? So, well, yeah, but the the journey is all about momentum. Um, you know, you at some stage you have to sort of propel yourself into action and get yeah. moving. Uh -huh. You know, and then during that journey, you've got to have a will that's unbreakable. You know, it depends on what it is you're doing. Okay, but uh, like, if, you're building, if you're building your one thing, which is the one thing you've always wanted to do, and it's and the, and the passion and desire is is there. You know, you just have to forge your head with what you're doing. And um, the momentum makes the journey fun. Oh yes! Because if you let if you let the wheels of the, the engine stop, it's yeah. not too much fun, you know. <laughs> it, you know, you, you, it's very easy to to let the wheels rust up, as it were. 
So, uh -huh. and then and then your and your brakes are con con continuously jamming the tires, and you can't get going. So you got to constantly push on the pedal, and soon yeah, you're yeah. Like, yes, yeah. you know. And next minute you're physically pushing the car because you've got no petrol to push it anywhere. No, I, I never want to get to the stage where I say, "Look, I wish I'd done that." You know. Um, yeah, that's I know that's that's a. Uh, I mean, again, if I look back at my life, I think there was like one or two one or two times where I really do wish I'd been there, but it wasn't in my control. That was something that was out of my control. But if it was my within my control, then I've. I've learned to take that that responsibility and that accountability for what I decided to do or did not decide to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I agree. I mean, it, it's. I think now, these days, it's not too much I let pass. <laughs> but I think I think you, have, you you do have to get the stage where you uh, seize the day. <laughs> seize the day. Yeah, you know, because there is only so many days. There's only so many hours and things like that. And and you do, as you get older, you de definitely appreciate the hours more. Mm -hmm. You know, still waste some of them, but nothing sure. like I used to. Nothing. I mean, if you think of the wastage of time over the years that you do, um, watching box sets. You know, <laughs> um, so, yeah. well, just, just yesterday, just yesterday, um, you know, I was working in the morning and I, I had I planned to work in the afternoon and um from home and i dropped i dropped our daughter off at a friend's house came home and andrea had not been feeling too fantastically well in the morning and i know that there's this movie that she's been wanting to watch her her um professors told her to watch suggested that she watch this movie mm -hmm. so i said come let's watch and it was two and a half hours long so she said like we'd have to watch it in two parts. I said, whatever, but let's just sit and relax and just chill together and, and yeah. watch, you know? And at one stage I was thinking, shit, I should actually be working right now. I thought, no, bugger it, no. Uh -uh. It depends what the reason is for watching the movie. Is it to relax or is it to for her to um, do a little bit of studying? Or, uh, I suppose you could put it down as studying. Yeah, it was studying. It was it – yeah. Yeah, the movie was it was a it was a full length feature movie, but it was based on on real events. So it's historic yeah. historically um, it's a tight, it's a period movie, and um, oh. yeah, it's it, it's um it was a great movie, The Last Kingdom. No, sorry, not The Last Kingdom, The Last Emperor. So the last. Oh, hang on, who's in that? Peter O'Toole's in it. That's quite a few years old, then, isn't it? Nineteen nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it was, it's it's a kind of like a biopic, and so she was she was told by her professor to watch it. But it's still a movie at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You still got to relax and enjoy it. And this is what I wanted her to do: was just chill and relax. Yeah, yeah. So decision making, being decisive. You're either a passive person, or you're a brave person when it comes to making decision. Mm -hmm. okay. Or you could be a combination. So decide what you want to be when it comes to making decisions. I think making decisions is fun. You know, um, if you've made the wrong decision and you're going at warp speed, you'll get to the, the mistake quicker. Yes. And then you can reverse it. Yeah. But it's, uh, indecision, I find, is, is, is absolutely crippling, uh -huh. boring, you uh -huh. know. 
um, if you make decisions fast, there is a knock-on effect, and it has a knock-on effect on the rest of everything that you're doing, you know, and other people as well. So how do you feel about indecision? Definitely it's crippling. I mean, I know that I know from experience that indecision can be very crippling. So I've had to overcome that myself. Yeah, I was a chronic procrastinator before. Oh, we've, I think everyone's done that, haven't they? You know, we, it's, and it's normally, to be fair. No, no, not, not chronic procrastination. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. If you, was to, if you was actually to um, look at people's lives, you'd find that we're more chronic than we think we are. There's, yeah, there's, there's certainly patterns in people's lives where they, yeah. there's, there's that indecisiveness about their lives, and not everybody, but there, is, there are certainly patterns. But being a chronic, a chronic um, procrastinator is is really it's like um, it's a I, I guess it would be akin to somebody that has a fear for leaving their room. Mm. You understand? Yeah. Now, when somebody has a fear for leaving their house and they can't go outside, it's it's very similar to that because you kind of lock yourself in this self you become self-imprisoned as a yeah. chronic procrastinator you really do you second guessing yourself all the time you never know and even when you make a decision you just don't trust yourself enough to follow through on it you know and it can be it is very debilitating oh i know my my my, my uncle derek and um, my favorite uncle he was um he had ag agoraphobic uh, tendencies and um yeah i mean he uh, luckily he drove so he could get places if he really wanted to. Okay. Um, but I said to him, because I, I, I was in the very early stages of goal setting and things like that, and I said, look, why don't you set yourself a target of walking 200 yards down the road and back again every day? Every day. Right? And then when you're ready, you increase it. You know? So it becomes the norm. I, I mean, I, I've never had those tendencies, so I don't really know. But it seemed like a good idea to me, but he never ever took it out. Yeah, that was a great idea because it's just a step. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. And it, you're, you're telling your brain, at least you're telling your brain, well, yeah, I am fighting back a bit, yeah. you know, and um, and that's that's how I saw it. But he never he never did. But um, he got away. He's, he's, he, he'd do a few miles in the car and then come back. Okay. I think it's the fear of not being able to get back quickly as well, you know. But if you if you're not going great distances, you know, mm. it's different for everyone. I know. But um, so he's being decisive for strength. Sure. The ability to decide. Yeah. Sure. The ability to act if you need to. So yeah. Yeah, and that, you can see this in any 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 environment you you work in or you're involved in. Just look at. If you play a team sport, who's typically the captain of the team? The most decisive decision maker. <laughs> okay. Hopefully. Yeah, typically. Not always a game. Not but always, yeah. But yeah. I, I get what you're saying. If, you, if you're in a work environment and you work in a team, look at who's who's typically your supervisor, manager, or you know, senior person in the team mm. is typically the quick decision makers. You know, it's not it's not always the charismatic ones, it's the ones that make the quickest decisions. Yeah, unfortunately, when I was in the police, they you used to take a, an exam 
and then an interview for um to become a sergeant yeah. and I, i'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you what they it didn't work in the police <laughs> the the real real good decision makers were were left behind you know so wow. not saying there weren't a lot of good decision makers as, as sergeants and inspectors but but generally speaking a lot a lot of good people were left behind in oh, the wow. end i mean i was a good i was a absolutely decisive to the to becoming boring um but um and that's why in the end they just made me an honorary sergeant <laughs> you know because i had my own team you know um, but i think i wasn't going to take this exam. told them that <clears throat> you know honorary sergeant i didn't know they did well, that. well yeah i mean it's there was no money in it it was just uh had my own team so okay okay you know, so uh why is it good to be decisive so I think it frees you up. It frees you up for other opportunities, for thinking space, and you know, helps you clear your mind when you make a decisive, a decisive, take decisive actions and make decisive decisions. Yeah, I think the two words come up. We were effective execution. I think that was the. Uh, you like, but you like that expression. Though, oh, I love it! I love yeah. it. It covers it covers most things. Hi guys from Alicante Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Is that Brian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beach. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate yeah, that. You. Send us a photograph. <laughs> so I'm yeah, joking. I'm joking because it's windy and overcast here. It's not not particularly pleasant. So if you were looking at if you were looking at a business opportunity, you, you've you've still got to balance the costs, haven't you? Or, or the uh, things that you need to do to uh, whether you want to join a particular business or not. I mean, because you've got to get all the relevant information. You can't. I know some people make very, very quick decisions, sometimes without taking anything into account, which is also another bad thing. I think. Yeah. Take, yeah. Certain things you do have to take into consideration and find out all the information. It's wise. Yeah. But it's, it's but but it balances with people who procrastinate. Because some people get all the information and still procrastinate. I'd rather someone say, "No, I'm not interested." Or it's not for me, or maybe it's for me down the line, or something like but that. It, and I've and I'm, I know you've encountered this, and I've encountered this. If somebody wants wants to um, jump on board and get in business and partner up, and they just they don't want to know anything other than just where do I sign and how much. Yeah, well, I did that in our current business, and then I'm kind of like, uh, okay, I'll let them go with it, but then I'm I'm not I'm not overly um, optimistic or enthusiastic i wouldn't say optimistic but i'm not overly enthusiastic about that because you know that's like kind of like a that can be the bull in the china shop proverbial bull in the china shop scenario you yeah, know yeah. or it 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 could be somebody that just blows hot and cold yeah uh, this well, is often be, also what, what i call a delayer <laughs> a delayer a delayer of a decision so it's like but you they know make, they make decisive decisions but they don't always follow through on them either yeah look there's no there's no guarantee that you're not making a poor choice but generally speaking if you've got all the information you should have a good good idea i, you th know? I think the only guarantee you have of making a poor, poor choice is by not making a choice absolutely so that's, that's that is making a decision not to make a decision yeah so but yeah so um but <clears throat> in this world um I'm going to say a, a uh, I don't know what the word is. 
Well, I'll say it and you tell me. There's no room for timid people in business. Yeah, that's it. Think no about timid people in business, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but I, I, I wasn't sure it was controversial, but, um, it's a, but it's having a said real, that, having said that we can you can take people from being timid to strong. It's a ruthless world out there. Yeah, it is. It is. But you got to smile on your face, though. Unfortunately, it is very much a dog-eat-dog world, but it's changing. It's, yeah. It is changing. Um, the business scope or the, the business spectrum and you know, different industries, they are changing the way that business is conducted. It's not the fittest of the uh, – sorry, survival of the fittest or the survival of the most ruthless and strongest. It's not, it's not that anymore. It uh, never should have been, and it's it's now changing. You know, it's becoming more about the wiser individuals, or the ones that are more prudent, more you know that they, they they take various aspects into consideration first. Those are the people that are becoming more and more. For example, like if you look at in the seventies and eighties, a typical successful salesperson was the loudest and the quickest talker. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, that's very different. Now you got you got some of the most um, um, uh, introverted people that are extremely successful at sales. You know. Well, that's right because they can ask the right questions. Yeah, because they they take time to think. Yeah, Just that's one right. Absolutely, folks. I have a bit of a technical glitch. My apologies. Technical um, glitch. I, I refuse. I refuse to move when I'm on these uh, Facebook lives because because of that reason. Because of what? Because of that reason. Talk, talking of hit, hitches, I better check my electric. I didn't put plug my thing in. Yeah, uh, I, I forgot to plug mine in, and I. Yeah, no, mine's all right. Mine's all right. Mine almost went black. So, I don't like being around wishy-washy people. You know, people who waffle, people who can't make decisions. You know, and um, as I say, it's I like being around confident decision makers, people who can make a timely decision. How about you? I don't really mind, to be honest. Um, I mean, everybody has their place, the way I look at it. Um, but at the same time, I'm also very much aware of, you know, the people that I'm around that are influencing me. So... You know, it's even if I have a client that is kind of like like indecisive in the decisions and this and that, I I limit the time that I spend with them as best as I can. Yeah, because otherwise I know that that energy is going to permeate, and it's not so going to be good for me. So I have to and then I end up protecting myself because yeah, otherwise it's easy to just to yeah whatever. So just one last question, and I was, there was another bit I was going to do, but I'm going to leave that because of the time. And uh, can indecision cause depression? There's a question for you. Is that a rhetorical question or? No, no <laughs> real question. <laughs> yes, most, I, I believe most definitely indecisiveness can definitely cause depression. Yeah. You know, if not directly, indirectly. Because the fact that you are indecisive and making a decision, let's say, I was I was offered 
to work with a company here locally. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where I live uh, with a friend of mine. He's got a he's got his own company, and he offered me an opportunity to work with them. And then prior to COVID, he actually was talking about me flying around Europe and working with them and striking up deals and all these kinds of things. And I worked with him on the ground in the beginning and I didn't mind it, it was labor work, but it was learning the ropes, understanding the, 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 the basics of the company. And then I, I left it and I left it because I just didn't see it as being something that was a, an alignment with me personally, not that I didn't want to align myself with the company. It's a great company they doing, and now they're doing fantastically well. They really are. Mm -hmm. And I could be part of that show. But in, in the same breath, I'm glad I'm not because it doesn't, it wouldn't have been guiding me in the direction in which I know I want to be going in. It wouldn't have aided me in that. You know, it would have been just a diversion and it would have set me back even further for what I want to achieve in life. So, yeah, I mean, it, it can. I could have looked at it in, in retrospect and gone, oh, I missed out, you know, because they really are They're very successful. They've been wrecking, they have loads of recognitions and different stuff like that. And they have a unique product. And I could have looked at it like that and thought, oh, I've missed out on the boat. But I thought, no, no, I can't do that. It's not right because it's not who I am actually internally. And, and this is another guiding factor, I think, for people to consider is that, you need to know who you are as well and who you oh, want to be. Yeah, yeah. And if you miss an opportunity or if you do make indecisive, take indecisive actions or inactions for that matter, then just let it be, let it go. And when you know who you are and you know where your path lies, then it wouldn't, it won't bother you that much, but you can't, I know it's easy, easier said than done but you really cannot afford to let something, a decision that you did or did not make determine whether you feel happy or not. No, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, look, indecision, it's typically um, associated with anxiety, stress, depression, mental anguish. And I'm, I'm going to throw three other words in there, and that's fear, doubt, and worry. You know, so um, you've got to put yourself in a position where you're thinking clear, you're thinking positive and you're doing something or not doing something for your benefit mm -hmm. or someone else's benefit. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so in fact, decision making has become pretty easy for me now after all these years. <laughs> no, I've always been, I've always been a decision maker. Um, I can, I can track it back to when I was, you know, my very early teens, even before that, you know, so it is something I don't know where it came from. I have no, probably from a mum, but because um, she get, used to get the bit between her teeth, and when you know when when she was determined, it happened. <laughs> okay. So so yeah, I, I'll probably put it down to that. So uh, with that, have you got anything else you want to add to our little um, talk on decision making? Yeah. No. Well, the power the power of decisive action, just the decisive decisions. No, I don't. Uh, nothing else to add to that. Yeah, I will say one. I just thought of this. I just thought, well, it's funny that when you make a great decision, it's a it's a wow moment. When you make it, when you're indecisive, there is no wow moment. No, 
So, so maybe something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lovely. Well, it's uh, great chatting with you, uh, Warren. And um, we've, done, we've done 40 minutes, time to go. Yes. And um, time to put yeah. the kettle on. Time for, yeah, time for tea, yeah. So uh, now I'm going to get into some work. So have a great, great week, everyone. And um, we'll see you on Wednesday, hopefully, on healthierlife.tv. Um, I don't know what we're talking about on Wednesday, but I could probably go and delve. I haven't got time to look now. So uh, we're talking about something very interesting. Something it, well, I know we will be talking about something very interesting. All these viewers will be intrigued about. Yes, just don't know what at the moment. No, I've got a list. <laughs> I've got a list, so don't worry. I just can't think what it was. All right, it's lovely. Speak to you soon. Have a great week. Ciao, ciao. See ya. Bye-bye. Have fun.